If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to see you guys again. Uh, I, one real quickly. I just, I'm just gonna, just gonna. Pop, pop it's playoff league, Jimbo. Yeah, playoff league for you, boys. There we go. If I wasn't living at home, I'd have a cigar in my mouth. It is. It, I, life is good. I, I can't really complain. I can complain a little bit, but you guys know I can't complain. Third seed in the AFC for my team. Back to back playoff seasons. I can't remember the last time the Bengals went back to back playoff seasons, and I actually felt like they were gonna win. Uh, this is Far End of the Bench, episode 122. Jimmy Pilato, Nico Bryant with you here. Going to do a full football breakdown, a uh, lot to get to and everything like that. And, uh, Nico, I know that you, you travel, you've been traveling. This is going to start becoming your busy season as the new year starts rolling around. Uh, so how are you feeling? I know that you're, you're, you're a little, well, a little well, tired now. It's, it's a sad time of the year. You know, football is dead to me and for my team. It's not dead in general. Because this is the time of the year where I get to enjoy watching the players I love watching, whether it be the Burroughs, the Josh Allens, or or, or the Jalen Hurts and AJ Browns of the world, or, or the Juice Checks and Kittles of the world. Because now I don't have a dog in the race. Now I'm a free agent. Now, now I'm just like, you know what? Give me some good football. Let me watch some high quality football. I don't have to worry about my team, stress about it. It's kind of nice. It's very, very nice. But man, I, I look, it's 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 such a wonderful, wonderful time of the year. I, I mean, can you get much better than 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 this playoffs we have ahead of us? Oh my gosh. It it cannot get much better. I, I the travel season is just upon me and boy oh boy, I, these cities I'm going into don't know what's about to hit them because I am about to be sitting in my hotel room just watching football for the next month and a half, two months. So I, I think I, I cannot wait. Is Nico here? Yeah, he's here. He's just sitting there. It's, it's playoff time. It's playoff time. You guys time. know. It's playoff time. I, I brought it up to my work because I'm actually working Super Bowl weekend, unfortunately. I'm not home. Oh. Which is, oh. So, so, so after work on the last day on the tournament on Sunday, I was like, hey, like, um, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Does, does the office want to do something? And uh, that was just shut down real quick. So looks like Nico will be watching the Super Bowl from the hotel room. So that was uh, fun. <laughs> my experience with Super Bowl parties has not gone well. So as an RA, I hosted – they just thrust it upon me. Like, oh, you're, you play football. You're going to host the Super Bowl party. I was like, I doubt we have anybody in this dorm. It was just going to be me watching the Super Bowl anyways. I doubt anybody else is going to come. Nobody came. I had a crock pot full of hot thugs. I, I ate all of them. Sadly, it was, it was sad boy hours. It's a thought then, that counts, Jumbo. It was a thought that counts. But then last year, my mom, she she forced the Super Bowl party on me. I didn't want it. I wanted to sit at home and watch the Super Bowl in my basement in the dark with the lights off. Uh, and and it, it ended up badly. So my, my Super Bowl parties are not Things are going to be good. different. It's 23, Jimbo. It's 23. Yeah, yeah, it, Things going to end up different. I feel it. I, I think so, too. We are going to get to all that, like I mentioned at the beginning, episode 122. Be sure to follow at Pod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching us on YouTube currently. And then make sure you check out Variety Sports Network. Our network is expanding. We just launched VSN College, so be sure to check that out. And we do have uh, some more sponsors coming up. We'll have different ways that you guys can interact with us. And obviously, we are going to get at least one live show in to kick January off. Um, either this week or the next, we're going to have to figure that out. Um, if not, we'll, 
we'll get things rolling that way. But make sure you like, subscribe, follow, tell a friend. Uh, we've been getting a lot of good feedback. I've I've been I haven't talked to you about it yet, but I'll I'll, I'll talk when we're off the air. We're doing a lot of good things, and we appreciate everyone that's rolling and rocking and rolling along with us. Um, let's get to the sad stuff. Uh, the sad stuff is Nico. The the king is still the king has not been dethroned. If we're we're gonna talk about this, uh, do we want to call it a championship game? Can you call that a championship game? Oh man, Jimmy, can I? I'll raise my hand. I'll be that guy. I didn't watch a second of that game. Uh, I had it oh. on while we were doing. So we were doing talking the gridiron, and I I set up my TV now, so I I can I have a screen going and I have a screen going. I'm doing exactly the opposite of what I tell tell my kids to do. I'm multitasking, but I could do that. I'm an adult. I, I had the game on here, and every time I would look up, like Darren would go to me, I'd drop a hot rant, spitting hot fire on Monday night. Make sure you go back and listen to Talking the Gridiron on Variety Sports Network. And I would look back up, and it'd be like, it was it went from 35-7, 43-7, 58-7. And Rev and I were both watching and just giving like live updates. Oh, it's 65 now. It's 65? Yeah, they almost – they could have scored another touchdown and covered the over by themselves. That's how I, was, I was driving home from work at 5 o'clock, so I missed the first quarter. I checked the score as I get home, as I do uh, from my hour drive home. And I'm like, it's 17 to fucking 7. What the hell is going on already? And, th- and then I, I, and then I park my car, make dinner, and then I blink, and it's 35-7. I'm like – Oh, well, I guess I'll find something else to watch tonight. I guess I'll find something else tonight to watch. Yeah, I I guess I'll turn something else off. I don't really stick my horn too much. Hey, I don't know if you remember two years ago when we were rooting for fucking punts in the national championship game when we covered it. I don't know what we would have done last night or on Monday night. I don't know what we would have done. That would have been just brutal. Go dogs. We would have had to, we would just switched over, like had a basketball game on in the background. I'd, I'd pull a Kevin Harlan and try and call two games at once. That was rough. Um, I doubt it sucks because it sucks for a couple of reasons. One, it's cool to see a team go back to back. And now I guess they they're in contention going back to back to back. Hasn't been done. And I think over a hundred years of college football, but they are in contention to do that. Kirby smart. Sounds like that's exactly what he's looking for. He's not, not happy at all with his two national championship rings. He needs another one. He's uh, embodying Nick Saban at this point. I think it's just slowly the power of the ring is going from Bilbo Baggins now slowly over into Frodo. And it's just, <clears throat> that was a lot. Here's the other thing though. Think about, think about this. Georgia, I believe has probably close to 20, at least 25 five-star prospects, guys that they get from JUCOs, guys that they get to transfer into them. The roster for TCU has one five-star recruit. It's not based all on recruiting and and guys that get stars, guys that don't get stars. I mean, I think Joe Burrow was a three-star recruit coming out of high school. It doesn't necessarily mean anything, but like the the guys that are three-star recruits compared to the guys that are five-star recruits are the ones that are six, seven and three, 10 with abs and can just run it, run you over. Like they had no, no answer. Who's going to cover Brock Bowers? Nobody. Who's going to cover the other tight end? Nobody. Lad McConkey, wide open. Says that Bennett didn't have to do anything. He, he did not have to do anything. And luckily, the 25-year-old now can can graduate from Georgia after 10 years. So, luckily, he went out on top, I guess. But, look, I, I tweeted this out because I thought the TCU hate was, was unwarranted, in my opinion. Because, look, first of all, this team was unranked. 
uh, coming week one. They faced uh, uh, Colorado Buffalo's team here in Boulder week one where Max Duggan didn't start the game, where he came in the second half. A team that beat all the odds, beat everybody you put in front of them. Everybody they put in front of them except one team. Except one team. The one team that the, – the, the two losses on their schedule, Kansas State, they, had, they, they beat already. And the other team was the national championship champions, the back-to-back Georgia, Georgia Bulldogs. And, look, this game was fucking horrendous. It was. And, and people saying they didn't deserve to be there. They didn't deserve to be there. Did Michigan deserve to be there? Because last time I checked, uh, TCU had to win to get in that game. They had to beat the undefeated Big Ten champions to get in that game. The other second biggest conference in the country beat that champion, the undefeated champion, uh, um, to, to get in that game. And they beat them pretty handedly. And, and in my opinion, look, Georgia – there's a reason why everyone says SEC bias, SEC bias, SEC bias. There's a reason why they've won the four last four national championships, and, and with ease, if I'm being honest with you, last four national champions, whether it be whether it be LSU, Bama, and Georgia, last two years, each one, you were one of the odds-on favorites to win that Final Four. And, and man, I, I I don't know how this is going to get fixed. I do think with the 12 team playoff. We, look, I don't think this is going to be a common theme with blowouts. I think when you extend the playoff, I think teams will have more competitive advantages. I think, I think, I think there's going to be teams that, that, that like the TCUs of the world, like the, I'll just say, USC's of the world, that would be like, you know, we could contend with these guys in, in a, in a, um, in, in a, in a home game if we win our conference of that matter. And, and, I think it's just a, just an outlier, and I think it just shows the dominance. Georgia has had how many first round picks do they have last year? I think they it was had five 15. or six. They the first two, round picks alone. First round picks was six. They had fifteen drafted overall. Both were new records <coughs> set last year. And then there's going to be another six this year in the first round, probably alone. And, and, and like I said, this Kirby Smart has taken over the college football world. He really has. He has taken what Nick Saban showed him. And said it's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn, and it did exactly that and showed the world why Georgia is a powerhouse college football now. I agree with you. I just I hope that I mean I know that people are already doing it, but like this doesn't negate the fact that expanding the playoffs to six teams, especially when you know that the first rounds are going to be home games for the higher seed, it doesn't mean that this this is going to be a pattern. This happened because everyone knows that it takes a special kind of program to keep up with these horses that they have in the SEC. Georgia could go – Georgia did. Georgia went too deep and still put up more points. They would have won the game whether their backups played the entire time, whether their starters played the entire time. They're, they scored a total of 65 points. They dominated in every facet. Literally, you can't say anything was wrong about it. I think they had one, one three and out. That's one negative. That's what Kirby Smart was so upset about. One three and out, they scored on every other offensive possession – and just TCU didn't have the guys to keep up with it. When you have five star after five star, this guy's six seven, that guy's six six, this guy's three twenty. He squats five thousand five thousand pounds, and these little boys from Texas, I, I love them. They were a spunky group. I love Max Duggan. I would have played my nuts off for that guy if he was my quarterback. But <clears throat> I guess we're we. I fell into the trap. I, I needed to pick TCU for the bowl pick them to, ju- to try and dethrone Dom. Otherwise, it would have just been uh, easy pickings no matter what. So I, I fell into the trap. I wanted the Cinderella story. 
I know people are trying to say that Stetson Bennett's a Cinderella story. I can't get behind that. He's he seems too much like the guy that would be the Disney villain. He'd be on, he'd be a hawk. Uh, he wouldn't be a mighty duck. He he wouldn't be in. He wouldn't be a District Five kid. That's, and let, that's not let, what let, he is. Let's keep it a buckle ourselves. This is Stetson Bennett's AJ McCarron run. <laughs> if we're being yeah. honest with each other, because Stetson Bennett will be a will be a I, five year backup in the NFL that will amount to maybe one start or two starts in the NFL because of injury. And, and he got two national championships, and he'll go work in finance in four years. Uh, that, that's Stetson Bennett right now. Let's, and look, I, I'm not, I'm putting nothing against that because you know what? Tim Tebow probably is the exact same way, but the man, but they, he won. So he did, he was the top of his sport at the pinnacle of it. So you can never take that away from him. It's just a lot more bragging rights in the cubicle in six years, unfortunately. Yeah. When you're uh, an um, insurance salesman in Athens, that's going to be a great story you can tell. Great story. A lot of people are going to come for you for their needs. Um, but yeah, like I said, look, Stetson Bennett's we're going to be a sixth round, seventh round pick. He may even jump to the third or fourth round, but the guy won't oh, amount man. to nothing. And it was a oh. it was a product of their team. It was a product of the team. And Stetson Bennett showed uh, um, what what a what a quarterback can do with the with the talent around him. And by by doing by 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 being smart and being making a smart play out there, um, how how that can win you two national championships. And Stetson Bennett definitely did that. Yeah. Um... The other, I guess, the other person that I was concerned with on Georgia's roster, I thought that it was finally Brad or Brock Bowers' time to come out. It's not. He has to stay in college for one more year before he qualifies to be in the NFL draft. I don't know what the Bengals are going to have to do to get that guy. He's going he's gonna to be a difference maker at tight end. He's so big. He likes to block. I don't know. Like I don't want him to have the same career as Gronk because obviously Gronk got really hurt towards the end. But if he was able to kind of put himself into that mold and and take it from there, I think he could be a player like a George Kittle, a Travis Kelsey. He already knows where to find the soft spots. He makes Stetson Bennett's life just everything's covered downfield. Cool. I got this six foot six monster that's faster than everybody, and he's got the best hands on the team. And he's just gonna go take this and score. And that's, so that's I, it. And that's a guy that will be a second or third round pick. I, I and look, it's not his fault. If we all ask each other, it's look, the position. Look, it's the position. It's and it's it's the mistakes people have made in years past with the with Damn the tight end. No offense. No offense, Kyle Pitts. I mean, we could go down the line of tight ends, first round tight ends. That people are like, eh, I probably could have got you in the third round and bid someone better. Um, but yeah, I. Look, it's it's someone's going to be very very happy with with his level of player uh, um, in, in next year's draft. I, I absolutely agree with that, and I just hope someone doesn't just jump too high on him and put these unrealistic expectations on a first or second year tight end. Shout out out at out of your Falcon Minds podcast for the Kyle Pitts drop. I know that you guys probably love that one. Small small, small dig, small dig. We got to throw our jabs where we can. Um, <clears throat> I guess the the last thing to talk about fifteen and zero on the season it's it's impressive whenever it happens this team in the last 30 games i believe they're 29 and one their loss being to an alabama team that beat them in the sec championship and they avenged that loss so i mean there's no doubt that's the premier program in college football for the next at least three years that's going to be the program that you're going to have to compare yourself to like are we doing what kirby smart and the bulldogs are doing in athens because if we're not we got no shot we have to be working twice as hard as they do, and it, it seems like they're going to go right back to the, to the grind. Uh, they're going to start winter weights on whenever they get back to school, and and things are going to be rolling again. Like Kirby Smart, like I said, 
wants three national championships. He's not good with the ones that he has currently. Uh, that's not what he's what he's here for. Um, anything else on the college football season? I know it, it was a, a tough watch. There's a lot of Saturday games for the NFL, but from what you were able to see and then kind of the bowl season, what were your takeaways? I, I do think that, that college football is moving in the right direction. I think the NIL – made these past couple of years a little interesting. I, I, I think you can see why the, the SEC's dominance uh, um, has really showed the last couple of years because of this NIL deal and because of these type of moves. And I think this extended playoff will show like teams like Kansas State, teams like obviously the Alabamas and the Tennessees of the world, um, that there's going to be some disparity, disparity or disparity, whatever the discrepancy. fuck. Discrepancy. Discrepancy. There's the word I was looking for. Discrepancy in college football over the next few years. I don't expect Georgia – uh, um, to, 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 to be the top dog for much, much longer. Um, looking at their schedule next year, I see that it's horrendous and that there's a very good chance they can go 12-0, 13-0 again. So things may not change, but I would love to see, obviously, new blood. And I love seeing new blood in, in, the, in the mix this past year. So I, I was impressed by this year. I was impressed by this year. I just – look, for all those people out there saying that college football is better than the NFL – Monday night was not a good look for you. <laughs> Monday night was not a good look for you. Yeah, but the the New Year's Eve games, that's Those I will stand help. behind. Those the help. semifinal games were the best that we've seen so far. So they at least had one good round. That's really all anybody was hoping for. I mean, I love the national championship, but by that time I was I was back at school. I had school the next morning. I I, I was both I don't understand out. what the hell this Monday thing. College basketball does it too. Why? Why can't yeah. you hook it up with the NFL and be like, we get one Saturday at the last week of your season? Like, like, come on. It doesn't not, not really matter that much. Give us the one day. Because, first of all, all those college students that travel to SoFi Stadium where, the, where, where it was the dumbest build to a stadium in the world where it poured rain on the poor TCU fans in the third those level. Those TCU fans had a bad time. You're oh, going to have a bad time. And they had to go back. They probably had a had a, a red eye flight back to back to Texas. That probably they got grounded. Go Tuesday. Yeah, I they mean, probably didn't make it. They probably got grounded, and they had some. They had to do planes, trains, and automobiles home after just watching their team get bludgeoned. Just so I don't understand why that has not been fixed in so damn long. Every single year, we're like, why the hell is this on a Monday? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, like, come I, on. There's a couple things like that day. I think. You could definitely say the day after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday because, come on. Yeah, come on. It's going to get there at some point. When we have a 20-game regular season and the season ends in February, you're going to be able to – like you'll hit Martin Luther King or President's Day. You'll get the day after off. But I think that needs to be a national holiday. And I would say, you know, that first Thursday, Friday of March Madness – that's when it's that's uh, when that definitely should like, be a, just a, the token spring just, break. Yeah, first two days just take off. off. Just just take to work. Just take work off. You don't need that's to be it. there. They're not gonna miss you. You can they can get by. Um, I remember like everyone glued to their phones in college watching as the first week of March Madness. Like I don't know how anybody got anywhere, but we did. We figured it out. Figured it out somehow. But I also remember sitting in Creek classrooms watching games up on the projector Jimmy, i've been doing this since working. fucking middle school <laughs> and March. i know you have but i mean like the teacher put it up on the projector and he's like okay do your assignment yeah nobody nobody no yeah nobody's doing their assignment buddy not much is getting done all right we're we're gonna transition to the nfl we're gonna talk about week 18 do you want to start with 
the pick and reveal? Do you want to end with the pick and reveal? Let's, let's end into... with the pick and reveal before we start the the, the before playoff we game. pick the playoff games. Yeah. All right. So we uh, obviously we should talk about Jacksonville. They made it their way back into the playoffs. The Titans. Uh, that's about as bad a way you can finish the season as possible. You are seven and two. You lose your last nine games. Uh, I believe that's how that worked out. Something. You finished the season seven and ten. I know you were hurt. I know that you were the most injured team. There's a lot of teams that were really injured. They were still able to get something accomplished. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of adversity that that teams had to overcome this weekend. That just wasn't a good performance. And why are you throwing it in that situation with Josh Dobbs? First off, is Malik Willis really that bad? Like, is Josh Josh Dobbs better than Malik Willis? I, I mean, I don't know if you watched Malik Willis this season. He he, he threw the ball for he he played he started a game. I want to say it was week eight or week seven, and I he have, threw yeah. for fifty yards and was like two for fucking fifty or. 20. I get that. It was bad. I've watched Josh Dobbs play football. He doesn't know how to play it any better. It's I not agree. Like it's, I'm not disagreeing. He's a he's an astronaut. He's like a legit rocket science science guy. And now he's coming out of retirement playing in the NFL. I if if, does, Te- if Tennessee was smart at all, you would go jump on Lamar Jackson, see what it took to go get DeAndre Hopkins, and boom, you're back to where you could be in this in, in the in the AFC. Because this this team is one weapon outside of number twenty-two and one quarterback away from, from consistently just dominating their division every single year. And and, and I said it, the Jags are gonna take over this division. They will. But Malik, like like I said, you're not in a position to work on a rookie quarterback. You're you're a team who's won your division what two th- two of the last three years, something like that. Uh, you you've been in the playoffs. You were number one seed last year, and here you are relying on a, on on a guy who who has been a backup quarterback for four years and a rookie quarterback. I, you put yourself in this position, yeah, and it started with trading trade, trading your best receiver. There was the end of all be all right there. You trade you trade away your second best weapon, arguably your first best weapon, and you say, you know what, Tannehill, you can just beat it on your own because you're that talented. There was your first mistake right there. Derrick Henry's getting older. He is getting so much older. And at some point, this Titans team, like I said, with one of the best coaches in football still, in my opinion, in Rabes, they they could have figured it out by now. They could have figured it out how to get to that, how to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, in my opinion. They could have figured it out by now. But it's one position that's holding them back. It's the Kirk Cousins effect but Ryan Tannehill. There's a reason why Tannehill was, was a fucking receiver in college. Like, like, like come on now. I, mean, I don't know how he's lasted this long, but, but even when he is playing, I'm just like, no. Like he's not he's not the guy that's going to lead your team where it should be. The only reason why your team is where it should be is number 22. Everyone knows it. I know it. Jimmy, you know it. Everyone who ever watched Tennessee Titans football game the past four or five years knows the, only, the team runs on the back of 22. And, and at some point, that's going to come back to bite you in the ass, and it finally has. And teams like Jacksonville seems as though they have taken over this division. I, I was going to say, I think this puts the stock of Jacksonville – so far up because they're they're a year ahead. They did not need to make the playoffs this season. You just needed to see development from Trevor Lawrence because you don't pick a guy with that much potential and, and give him, you know, everybody gave him the mulligan on the rookie season. You had to deal with Urban Meyer fingering girls, uh, not taking the plane back with the team, all that shit. So we don't have to worry about that. But this year you needed to step to step up. He played very well in big games. 
he wasn't like great setting the world on fire, but he's leading his team and figuring out ways to win these games. They have weapons. Christian Kirk, LaVisca Chenault, uh, Evan Ingram is playing very well for him now. Travis Etienne is explosive if he can get into the open field. And their defense is just – they're always on the ball. Rayshon Jenkins, I love the way that guy he, – he's just – him, him, Josie Jewell, Alex Singleton, like those middle linebackers that are in on every single play that just go, go, go. Those guys are fun to watch. This team flies, man. They absolutely fly. And, and I cannot – like I said, this team was the worst team in football the last three years. Two back-to-back first round uh, number one overall picks, Trayvon Walker and, and, and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence seems like he's that dude. Trayvon Walker has has a little bit of ways to go still, but he seems like he could be that dude in a few years' time. This team is set up perfectly. You got a coach and Doug Peterson now that 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 is a basically a quarterback guru who says, "T Law, I want to put you in positions where you can be successful. You your talent is going to make what I'm going to show you that much more unstoppable, and we're going to be a team that people don't want to mess with." And, and Duval County stand up, like I said, Duval yeah, County was, stand up. That stadium it, was into it. It was that, rocking. That was rocking. Yeah, it was rocking. Was, I went to a preseason game there, and I'll tell you one thing: I had not expected them to be in the playoffs. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, I went to the preseason game, and I was like, "No, this is this." It was a really nice stadium, a, and b. The people around there are very, very nice, and they were strong, and 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 their and their faith of, of the Jaguars. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should start believing in Trevor Lawrence too. And that's why I jumped on the bandwagon of being like, "This team is going to run this division for the next few years," um, because man. I, I think T-Law, we were seeing an Andrew Luck type level player. Um, and maybe maybe it's better, maybe it's worse, who knows. But I'm seeing this this type of effect that Trevor Lawrence can have uh, um, on the Jaguars organization in general. And the Jags are a team for the first time since going back to the AFC Championship where they had Blake Bortles at quarterback, seemed like a team that could be a real threat. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think they have a good chance of winning their home playoff game. And from there, who knows? You could go on a run. Wild card teams—they're not even wild card team. They're—they're they're the Bengals spot from last year. Exactly. They're, they're the four seed. We all know so. what happened, right? So, you, like you said, yeah. no, no, uh, no, no, um, no pressure at all. It's your first run. Just go out there, go out swinging, and and, and get your boys some experience and see what happens. I think that's probably what they're they're expecting. I think they they think they can win one, and then from there it's it's gravy. I think it's all gravy. Um, but Duval County definitely showed out. That was that was pretty cool to see. Um, I just got out and got off of a six hour drive when that game. I got home for the end of that game, but I was driving up from Wyoming in that fifteen passenger van. I sent you the picture of. I I don't know how I got myself into that one. I feel like I got roped into it. Um, speaking of divine intervention, the Bills game. The Bills game, the Bills game, the Bills game. First game since Tamar Hamlin, by the way, we do have an update now. He is home from the hospital. Dude recovered or at least got himself to the point where he could have left the hospital nine days following the sudden cardiac arrest that happened on Monday Night Football against the Bengals. Um, we talked about that situation and how it was handled. They did recognize the training staff this week. Ironically enough, the training staff did come into play in the Sunday Night Football game, so we'll, we'll have to get into that too. But the the opening kickoff, Naeem Hines, 96 yards, all the way to the house. Um, and from there, there's just so much emotion you could feel, feel from the Bills. The Patriots, give, to their credit, were playing their ass off. They knew that if they won – they had a shot of making it into the playoffs, and and I think that they would have been ecstatic with that. They're, they're just not very 
it's not good. Like their offense is their offensive play calling is terrible. I don't think Mac Jones is their answer, but they were in it. They were playing hard. And then Naheem Hines gets another kickoff return. And it's just at this point, like, okay, we get it. <laughs> I it's like Disney movie. You don't have to set it up anymore. I know that they're the good guys. Everything good is gonna happen to them today, no matter what. It's it's the Bills Day. That's all that we're we're here for. And that's how it ended up working out. They get the win 35-23. Uh, Josh Allen's post-game interview, that's the difference in a starting quarterback when you compare what we've seen from like Zach Wilson and some of these other guys. Josh Allen uh, gets choked up, gets emotional, but like that was that was the catharsis. That was the catharsis that team needed. That was the catharsis that fan, fan base needed. I think it was a catharsis that a lot of us watching around the country needed because this brought a lot more people just than just Buffalo and Cincinnati. It brought in the entire sporting world. The entire country was – hoping and praying for for a recovery which it looks like that's the road that it's starting to lead down now which is great to see but it was something special I mean I don't know what what did you feel when you saw that was what happened and like did you expect something like that to to go down did you think maybe there was something in the cards like that I I don't want to say I expected but I did expect Buffalo to come out swinging and and with all the good news that they got this this past week whether it be Demar getting on FaceTime with them with with each one of the captains or addressing the whole team a couple of days before there there's no there's no wrong reason to think that Buffalo um, was going to come out come out like an absolute buzzsaw and and, and play for him like I said look I this this could be used as so much motivation and and Demar's Demar's triumph and, and and success in this situation and be able to walk into his house and do all that is such amazing amazing news and, and Buffalo could not be more thrived and thrived about this. Um, it's a situation where look it's it's a tough situation but but life moves on and Buffalo seems as though that they have their sights set on one thing and they're playing pissed off they played pissed off um, last week and you don't think that when they get to face a, a, a division opponent again this week that they're not going to play pissed off they absolutely will uh, um, I, I I think this Buffalo team like I said I've been saying all year they're a buzzsaw I think we'll, in, in, re, in reality the end of it will be the defense is what hurts them. But with Micah Hyde being out all year, Poyer just getting back, and obviously no Vaughn, I think that's where this team still is hurting so much. But there's no denying what this offense can do on a nightly basis. And, and this Bills team, man, like I said, I, I I have such high high expectations for this team. They they can do it. They're set up. Um, also, I, we're going to just reiterate, if they do play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, if that's the way that it works out, it would be played at a neutral site. That's how they're dealing with the cancellation of the the Cincinnati game um, and and everything like that. So they're the two seed. They get the home playoff game. They should have at least two home playoff games. I was, well, was hoping so out. badly that we would have got Bills versus Bengals. AFC Championship. I was hoping I was, so bad. I was hoping for it too. And your Broncos could have helped me out. The Raiders could have helped me. We out. did. We we beat the we beat the Chargers. Not. I, it wasn't. You needed to beat the Chiefs. If the okay. Chiefs would have well, lost the, one more game, we was, had the tiebreaker. I was the pushing Chiefs. daisies there. That was, that was being hopeful. Or I, but you were close. You were three points I away. Know we were. I know was, we were. You guys teased me. That was that was that was that was mean. That was rude. You shouldn't have teased people like that. Um, the Bengals-Ravens game is the next one that we'll move to. The Bengals get the win 27-16. Neither side really played football because they know they were locked into this matchup again for this week. They're playing same place. 
Uh, Bengals are going to be the home team. They did not have to do a coin toss. Uh, Joe Mixon did. He did Chad Ochocinco proud. Ochocinco tweeted out, somebody needs to flip a coin since that was the way the NFL was going to handle if the Ravens won, which would be stupid because the Bengals have three more wins, uh, two more wins and three less losses than the Ravens. But, you know, Roger Goodell, that's that's all I'm going to say. About that. At least it worked out and played off, played off the way it should. So Yeah. Well, uh, I kind of just want to focus like, Joe Burrow just set the new the new mark for uh, passing touchdowns in a season. I think he's at 36, maybe 37. The defense, the defensive line with Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard is different. That uh, sack fumble in the end zone that was much needed. At that point, that game. I mean, to be honest with everyone, I fell asleep midway through the second quarter because this game was so goddamn boring. They just were not. They it was barely football. You could barely call it football. Trey Hendrickson gets the strip sack fumble. I'm like, I'm good. I'll take a nap here and, and, and be just fine. Uh, there's obviously a big question, but we'll get into that when we start looking at the first round matchups for the wild card. But uh, that game is interesting because it's the third time the team's playing. It's one and one on the series season, season series so far. So you don't have to worry about the old adage. It's tough to beat a team three times and may the best team win. And everyone knows who I'm pulling for. I mean, how I don't know who I'm pulling for too. If I'm being honest with you, yeah. I, 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 I'm not that big of a dick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick your. I'm gonna be rooting for your team too. All right. Like, I'm I a co-host it. here. Yeah. I, I appreciate I like, it. If I'll, they I'll, lose, will you jump on the live with me post game and, and cry? Because that's that's what I'm gonna need. I probably won't be that bad, but 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 I'll 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 support you all the way through. Yeah. I, I will. I absolutely will. No, I, by the way, that's a good time to bring it up. I will, we will be going live. I will be going live after the playoff game. So Sunday night, join me late night. We'll see how I feel. Uh, I no school happened. Monday. No school Monday. So I, I know, can stay I, up. I, I, I can, I, maybe, actually, I, I might be able to hop on, but but uh, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be – I maybe I'll talk Darren and, and those guys to jump on too because it's either going to be really good or I'm going to – I, I hate it. When my division rival knocks me out of the playoffs, I just can't can't live with it it's it hurts me it hurts my soul that's why that's why we always worked hard because you and i we both i can i like winning i hate losing i just can't i i refuse to lose at anything before i I will i will give up i will rage quit in the middle of it i don't want to lose i will get off i will get out somehow i will come around turn this around Beat things out, but no, I I can't. It's a lot different Ravens. losing to a, a quote unquote team of destiny if you do lose to Buffalo Bills, and then it is to yeah, and they're not a divisional like the a Ravens. Divisional I can't lose to the Ravens. Can't yeah, lose to the Ravens. I've lost to the Steelers twice in the playoffs. I don't want to get knocked out of the playoffs by the Ravens. Uh, One I thing that I'm asking for. Wholeheartedly agree with that. If I were you, uh, the Dolphins back their way into the playoffs. Mike McDaniel. Classic stoner, does a lot of work up front, coasts through the middle of the semester, and then pulls it out on the final. <laughs> Somehow gets a C in the class. That was ugly. Like again, how do you call that football? That was those two guys who barely knew how to play quarterback. Nobody scored a touchdown. I don't even know how they got to eleven. Honestly, I, I don't, I don't either. I I didn't watch a second of that game, but. Poor, poor Skyler Thompson. Here, here's Miami. Second off season in a row, we were like, "Is Tua the guy?" And, and this year, it's a lot well, different. It's like, yeah, is Tua going to survive? Tua be the guy because Tua probably could do a lot better right now with his life than than, than, than have to deal with this bullshit. For his health, possibly. we should probably stop him. Is where we're at with Tua. Stop this him. Year. Yeah, let's let's be his own safety. Then the rumors come out this week that 
McDaniels was McDaniels McDaniel is on the hot seat. Uh, I'm saying, well, what about Sean Payton and Tom Brady? Here we go again, right? Here oh, we go Steven again, Ross. right? Stephen Ross does not learn his lesson. He's oh, got his hand gosh. back in the cookie jar. He's meddling again. Roger it'd, be, just, it'd, be, it'd be a terrible idea. First of all, I do think that Tua should not never play football again. I think I think he needs to be better for himself. Look out for his health. Everything that's happened this season between his injuries and the other head and, and heart issues uh, injuries this season – he should be better for himself right now. Go be assistant coordinator on Saban's staff. Go coach the quarterbacks or something, and you'll be just fine. I promise. No one will. No one will be mad at you at all for doing that. No one. Okay. Dolphins fans may be salty, but in reality, they'd be like, "I understand." <laughs> okay. So, 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 if you're the Dolphins, you have to go take a swing on a big fish. At this point, you do. Like, 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 what are what are we doing here? Like, like, you have. Um, two two of the most dynamic receivers in football, and Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. You have a defense that is that is very improved with with Bradley Chubb, Xavier Howard, uh, um, and lots of other moving pieces back there for the Dolphins. You have a team that 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 on paper could be very good. Uh, um, if you get yourself a big fish in a in a small pond, uh, um, and bring them in, you could be deadly. You really could be. Um, I like I said, I don't. The, the Jets are nothing. <laughs> it's plain and simple. It was it was it was throw Joe Flacco and Mike White out there just just for the pity of it because they're so fucking done with their quarterback. Um, so I have nothing else to say about them. I'm just glad they didn't make the playoffs. So the Broncos are not the longest playoff draw in the NFL. So 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 thank you New York for doing that for me. I appreciate that, Dom. Thank you very much. Uh, um, but yeah, Scott Thompson is going to be going to be uh, uh, fresh meat on on Sunday. <laughs> I I have a bad feeling. I think you made Jimbo, but but yeah, I I I mean I I'm I'm still Dang. crazy about. Dang, almost, almost, almost. Um, no, the, I think the the backup quarterback going on the road in the playoffs as the seventh seed, that's just in a, Buffalo. Yeah, in Buffalo, in Buffalo. That's that's gonna be where the the pro- problems come in. Um, your Broncos did get a win. I'm just gonna throw I'm, that. I, out there. I, I will say I'm I'm not gonna speak much about it, but I'm proud of them. And maybe I think you guys should keep Latavius Murray. I think I, I do. Good, I do too. Good presence. I, I agree. I do too. I think he could be the number one back until Javante gets back throughout middle of the year or whenever he gets back next year. Um, and and look, the other guy wasn't bad either. The, the QB search is on the way, or not the QB search. The coaching search is on the way, and there's some interesting names. There really are the, the Jim Caldwells, Jim Harbaugh's, um, Dan Quinn's. Dan, I, I, I've been. I said I've it been, the last time. I've been convinced, possibly on the Dan Quinn. That's all I'll say. Is is I have I might have been convinced. Are you gonna uh, do another first year head coach that's got no? No, no, no. That is so far gone, Jimmy. I, 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 exactly, I, 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 exactly my point. I, I th- well, Dan Quinn is not a first first time head coach. I, think I know he, that's what I mean. Because I said you guys should have hired Dan Quinn before you hired Nathaniel Hackett. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I was so so on the mindset of this this team needs an offense, and apparently this team did not need an offense. They 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 need everything on offense. So so because the offense wasn't a thing. Um, look, Dan Quinn seems like a, a, a Gary Kubiak hire. A Gary Kubiak wants a Super Bowl. It's not the sexy hire. It's it's a hire where a guy had some success on a bad team. Plain and simple. Falcons are a bad team, and Dan Quinn had some success there. He got to a Super Bowl with with the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. He has some familiarity there. Um, and look, 
he he has he has a knack for uh, good coaches around him. What, you say what you want about Kyle Shanahan and that choke job in Atlanta. He brought in Shanahan as the OC. Kellen Moore being an OC in Dallas with him has done a decent job with what he's been given, basically. So so I, I think Dan Quinn would be a great hire. Obviously, I would love Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh, and, and I know he's a choke job. We can say that, whatever we want to say about that. But the man has only lost two times in the, in the last two seasons and is 24-2. and two. I will take that record all day in the NFL. So, so the, the man knows how to win. Um, I, I'm shocked that he's going to leave. Like it, It's looking more and more every day like he is going to. I thought that he has a job for life. I thought he was set, especially now that he can beat Ohio State. They're going to beat Ohio State for another two two years. I mean, that's what they're built to do right now. So I, I did not expect Harbaugh to be as interested in the NFL as he is. Um, last game that we'll touch on because it – sealed up the number one seed in the NFC. Oh, and then we'll, we I do want to talk about just the Lions game and how ridiculous that is that you your but season Detroit ends. Detroit Lions, Jimmy. Yeah, no, I did. Here's the thing. That was, that was just dumb. But the Eagles win. They beat the Giants. They get the one seed. Uh, screw me over in the pick em. What? I, I didn't say that. But they did. That's all. All, all of that Jalen happened. Hurts Jalen Hurts played. is back. I did not yeah. think he'd playing, but he played. Jalen Hurts did play. Twenty to thirty-five, two hundred twenty-nine yards of touch. Uh, excuse me, an interception. But we didn't have him in the fantasy lineup this week. They did what they needed to do. They needed the bye because they have a, a couple guys that are banged up need to come back. Lane Johnson's one of them. So getting the bye was big. Jalen Hurts can rest. You've got home field throughout the playoffs now, so everybody has to go to the link. That's I said it on talking to Gridiron. Obviously, you know, it's going to spoil my picks, but if Brock Purdy tries to go in to an NFC championship game to Lincoln Financial Field, you remember what happened when everybody was like, oh, the Vikings in, in Case Keenum and it's going to be this and that and this and that. He walked into the link in the NFC championship and put out a dud. Yeah, that that scares me. Like, that's going to be what carries this Philadelphia team. That was a huge win for them on Sunday and not giving up the division, not giving up the one seed. and controlling what they could control. I mean, the last two weeks before that were awful, but they did what they needed to this week. They, they absolutely did. And it was, it was, it was, it was pivotal for them to do the one seed. It absolutely was getting Jalen hurts another week for us, Give, giving guys in that defense of Darius Slays who's been banged up another week of rest also up so much. And, and, and like I said, this Eagles team, everything goes through Philly right now. And, and that Philly, Philadelphia is not easy place to play. It'd be very, it'd be very ironic if, if back-to-back or not back-to-back seasons, but back-to-back uh, um, teams in the Philadelphia area going to going to the championship in their city um, happened because because things went through there. So I wouldn't mind seeing it, but but Philly Philly has the dogs to do it. They absolutely do. They have they have what you want in a championship team. They have the defense. They have the offensive line. They have the weapons offensively to to complement a very very an MVP caliber quarterback. Tell me that doesn't sound like a Super Bowl team on paper. It does. And it's really going to be depending on what happens in the AFC because on paper the Eagles should should roll through this through, through this NFC. Outside yeah, of one team and 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 one of the best defenses of football. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, the Lions and Packers, <laughs> first off, Jamal Williams had the internet shook with his Sunday night football introduction. Did you see that? Oh my that god, was... the Goku introduction. I, I I love it. Against his yeah. he knocking out his former team 
Oh man! When they had, know. when they knew they had nothing to play for, they knew yeah. they saw the end of the Seahawks Rams game. They knew that it was it was curtains at the end, no matter what. Um, but I, I'll ask this: so the the Jaguars stock has gone up. Do the does the Lions? Can you, as a Lions fan, see this season as a success? And is the stock up in Dan Campbell and this team? Oh, it's a massive success, Jimmy. Massive success. You 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 have defined what your team is gonna be. That is a smash mouth football team that, that that plays good hard defense because this defense is not what it could be. But I'll tell you one thing: you have a you have a, a one of the really great young pass rusher in the likes of Aiden Hutchinson. You have a top three pick from two years ago. People forget about Jeff Okuda, who had his first full season back this year, who looked pretty decent as as as, as a number one or number two corner on your team. You have pieces moving around. I don't know if Jared Goff's the answer. I still don't. I really don't. But right now, you're in a position where give him a bridge deal. Yeah, you, say, you give yeah. him a bridge deal, and your team has a lot of possibilities to make the playoffs next year. Because who knows what Green Bay is going to look like? Minnesota is a choke job waiting to happen, and Chicago is the worst team in the NFL statistically. So, so yeah. all of a sudden, Detroit looks pretty good, Jimmy. I, I, I look, yeah. look, look. I, 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 I may be sipping the Kool Aid. I probably am. And I watched the hell out of the hard knock season. I accepted the Kool-Aid of Dan Campbell and said, you know what? This team has a lot of young and Tyson pieces. And in reality, they do. Still don't understand why they trade Hawkinson because that could have been another big piece for them that they could have used to beat Carolina. Who, who, who you, If you beat them, you get into the playoffs. Um, but like I said, Detroit has a lot to grow off of. And in my opinion, I said it last offseason. If, if Detroit had a top three pick in the NFL draft and they would have got – Bryce Young or Stroud or well Le- Levis or whatever, they would be really really dangerous. And right now, I don't know where they're at in the standings for the for the for the draft, but you you might have someone fall to you. You, you very well might have a stock like a Justin Fields fall to you, where where you're going to be picking up those pieces and you could be he could sit under under Jared Goff and boom, your team is all of a sudden a damn damn good football team in the NFC. That would be turnabout's fair play because that was Jerry Goff did that to Case Keenum his first year when he was drafted in the in the Rams when they made that uh, transition. Uh, <clears throat> the Packers are are a mess. I mean, pushing the training staff to get the personal foul penalty set up like the winning scenario that's just stupid. You're, just, you, just, you can't fix stupid, son. You, you, you really just can't. can't. And Aaron Rodgers not giving his jersey to, at the end of the game to Jamison Williams. It's all cap, total cap. I, I, it's wrong. First of all, Jamison Williams. I don't know if you saw the story. Jamison Williams was in was in a foster home. There, and Rogers ended up giving um, uh, donations to uh, back in the day. I think it was in might have been Wisconsin, or might have been California. I'm not sure exactly where it is. And, and he he really wanted to get that jersey, and him not doing that shows that this is probably the end of the time. I don't know if you remember when Favre walked off against the play in the playoffs against uh in New England or against the, the Giants uh, um in that snowball game. But it felt as though this is gonna be the last time we see him in this jersey. And whether that be Aaron Rodgers riding off to the sunset or just saying eh, it's time to move on. It really is. And, and I think he's about there with this team. Guys like Alan Lazard in the locker room saying I'm not gonna be here basically in a post-game interview. That's not, that's not a good locker room guy. And, and right now, if you're Aaron Rodgers, why the hell would you not leave? Or why the hell would you not sell off in the sunset? You, you, you've, I, I think you've solidified yourself in Canton. 
you're a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Obviously, you would love to get another, but unless you want to go find yourself on the Raiders or go find yourself on a team like the Dolphins or whatever, you're you're going to be stuck in limbo for the next couple of years. Why not just retire? And I think he, I think that thought has crept into his mind. I just think he wants to be the center of attention. I give nothing, no credit to what he says. I think he's a he's a snake oil salesman. I, I don't trust him at all. I think that it's all cap. He just wanted the attention. Um, and it's probably more of a dick move that he didn't give the jersey to James Williams just because it, it, we all know it's not your last time. You're going to show up. I, you're going to this year, instead of going as Nicholas Cage from Con Air, you're going to show up as Keanu Reeves from the replacements. And you're going to learn how to play quarterback left-handed just because you need to have the spotlight on you. So that's not a leader in my opinion. That's not a locker room guy. He's uh He's in the Hall of Fame for what he's able to do as a quarterback. And, and, the and one of the most of, talented pass throwers that the, the game has ever seen. There's no doubt about that. But You don't win multiple MV, NFL MVPs by not being the best. And, and he was yeah. the best, most talented for, for a while. So um, interesting to see how it's that all It's going to be the out. same conversation we have with Favre, Jimmy. Favre won Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers won Super Bowl. Always was sticking around, but. Something yeah, but like I don't that, think Rodgers has any all-time records. At least Favre had some all-time records. That's Aaron Rodgers has, has surpassed Favre in, in every every record he had in Packers history. I know, but then he's behind Brady in all of them now. Yeah, no, I mean that's, that was Favre when he retired was the best, and then Brady overtook everybody and, and ran with it. Uh, anyways, the reveal of the pick'em. So I went out on my shield. I said that I could have played it safe. Could have just picked all chalk. Would have been easy. Would have been nice. Uh, I went out on my shield. I picked the underdog in the last two games, the New York football Giants. Did not play and, anybody. The uh, Giants did not play anybody. I'm sorry. I, I the New York argued. Giants and the Los Angeles. So Baker Mayfield and the New York football Giants let me down. Nico went 4-1 and one last week, finished the season with a 52-37 and 37 record. I went 2-3. and three. Only so I, I had like two weeks at the beginning of the season where I was under 500, and then this is my last under 500 record two and three. I ended the season 51 and 38. Hey, so one it was game a good battle, it was a very one game. Good battle this I, year. I feel good about this. I proved, like, I always say that I'm the football guy on the show. I feel like this is you know, I feel vindicated. All the football, all the time that I spent watching football, and, and, worked and out I'm because a- I very I won't fault you for for, for for picking the way you did, because because in reality, it's more entertaining like, that way. Yeah, it's irritating because the Giants didn't play anybody, and you put your hands in the in the fate of um, a team like a, te- a team like Baker Mayfield and the, and the Los Angeles Rams. In reality, like if we're being honest with ourselves, I either I probably should I probably because I considered the Lions, I really did. I, I probably should have went with the Lions. That could have been my 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 deal breaker to make things a little bit more interesting. Um, but I think I think there was a couple games there where we could have we could have we could have matched a little bit differently. But uh, I, you know it's 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 too easy being greasy with three wins in a row though. Yeah, no, you are still. I mean, next year this is we'll do this again. We only do a, a, a certain yeah. section of the game. Yeah, but I'm I'm not gonna throw it away like I did. I was more hoping like one of them would win, the other would lose, so that we had to do the putt putt match. That's what, what I was looking forward to. Uh, yeah. What is the punishment? Have we decided the punishment? Do we need an extra week to come oh, up with the punishment? Oof, oof, oof. I I may make you get me walk a barefoot through a snowbank. 
yeah, that I will, I'll figure something out. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll be generous to you. I'll be generous to Dealer's you. Dealer's choice. I, I deserve it. Three, oh, and three in the pick'em so far on the three seasons. But we have come to the end of the regular season, which means it's now time to start making our playoff predictions. And I say we just keep this same as we've had for the last couple of years. So, uh, first round of the playoffs, if you get the game right, it is 10 points. Ten points, right? Fifty points. Are you, okay. are you good with rolling that way? Got, gotcha. You're cutting off, cutting out a little for me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I know the connection's getting wonky, so we're we're having to we're gonna have to try and speed this up so we can get it all the way through. Um, it's all good. So 10, 20, 30, and fifty. You said. Yeah, ten. Okay. Yeah, we'll go ten, uh, twenty, are we thirty. Doing and how 50. we did last year, where we just pick the games and and we don't we we don't pick the whole bracket, or we pick the whole bracket. Yeah. No, we're just going to do yeah. the wild card games. So, just the wild card matchups. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, for the first one, let's start with the AFC side of things. We have the two seven AFC East matchup: the Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, we talked a lot about the Bills and the Dolphins game from last week. We kind of revealed what what we were thinking. Uh, you are going with the. The Bills, yes? Yes, I will be riding the Buffalo Bills. I absolutely yeah. will be riding the Buffalo Bills. Um, no and, one and circles the wagons like the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. It's a little bit different this time around. I, I think this is going to be an all-out slobber knocker, if I'm being honest with you. I, I can see this 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 getting ugly real quickly. 11 o'clock on Sunday, too? Yeah, I think that's going to get real bad. Yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting time slot. Um. The next matchup here, the three versus six, my Cincinnati Bengals playing the Baltimore Ravens for the third time. The one caveat that I didn't talk about when we were talking about last week's matchup, because, again, we're playing the same team back-to-back weeks, uh, There, I guess there is the caveat that if Lamar Jackson plays, technically the Ravens would be a better team. Here's my thing. He has not practiced since December 4th. So he would have had to have practiced all of this week, have practiced all of last week for me to even – and everyone that's listened to this show for a long time should know. I don't trust Lamar Jackson is not a playoff quarterback. Lamar Jackson does not scare me in the playoffs. He can beat me all he wants in the, in the regular season. He normally does. He can get you down into field goal range fairly easily. He has not won a playoff game in his career, or maybe it's one playoff playoff win that he has in his career, but honestly it's bad. So either way I'm picking my Bengals and uh, I think that it's going to be, it probably won't be easy because they won't, let me relax during this playoff run, but uh, hopefully we have some good, good things to talk about. Yeah, I'm going to ride it on my I'm, life. I'm, I'm going to ride the Bengals here too. I will say though, please Lamar play so that the line is not as ugly as it is. <laughs> Lines at fucking minus seven right now. If Lamar is oh, inactive or That's is active, much. the line is going to be at like minus four, minus three. You bet your ass I'm fucking jumping on that ship. I don't want to touch minus seven. Fuck that. I, I feel comfortable that the Bengals will win this game. Uh, minus seven just scares the shit out of me for whatever reason, and, and I hope that Lamar does get to play, so – the line's a little prettier, and that can hammer the Bengals' even better line. Um, but, yeah, look, this Lamar situation has gotten out of hand. What, what people were saying, a three-week injury, has turned into seven weeks later. This seems as though a situation where Lamar's, Lamar knows there's a contract here. He's, he, not, why, yeah. like, like he, he's going to get a bag, Deshaun 
Fraudson um, level this offseason. And why why risk it by, by injuring yourself more against a front that, that will probably kick your ass? That's going to kick your offensive line's ass. So, yeah, give me Cincinnati here. I would not be surprised if, if Lamar doesn't play. And questions will come up in the offseason, I guarantee it, saying that Lamar took his time and the Ravens aren't happy with it, and then that's the reason for him leaving. So give, give me the Bengals. I uh, I couldn't agree more. And last matchup for the AFC side, the 5-4 Chargers going to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars who just won their division and earned their ticket to the playoffs last Saturday. They did get a full week's rest. I believe that they're they're not the first game on Saturday. They actually might even be the late out to game. Sunday. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're um, the late game Saturday night. They're the late game Saturday night. So – uh, I know that you're probably not going to pick this team, so I'm going to say it first. I'm picking the Chargers. I'm I picking the Chargers. It. I'm picking the Chargers. They're going to play. They would play the – if they moved on, they would, they play, would play the, the Chiefs. If, if, yeah, if, the if, Chiefs, yep. Unless the, unless the Ravens or the or the Dolphins win, the Chargers will be – Yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's not even put that out there in, into existence. That ain't, so, that ain't happening. So, so look, look, there's a couple things here. One – you bet your ass I'm not betting those motherfuckers over there in Los Angeles. You kidding me? Screw that. Oh, give me T-Law. Give me the Jaguars. I'm jagging off tonight this weekend, boys. I will be jagging off in multiple ways, but I will be jagging off on Saturday night. And give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, couple things of note here. One, I picked all the favorites. That fucking haunts the shit out of me. <laughs> that, that actually, actually, I think about it, not the favorites. Jack, Jackson was actually a, a minus, a plus two and a half betting favorite, but I picked all the home teams. And I think home games um, do play in a factor here. Los Angeles, think about this, Jimmy. Six fifteen uh, um, p.m. Eastern. I think that is right. Yeah, six, or is that Mountain Standard Time? I'd be six fifteen Mountain Standard Time um, that, that the game will be put off. That will be eight fifteen, I believe, in Jacksonville. Unless, unless I'm. You're right. Crazy. No, you're doing a good job. Keep going. I know. I know. I know. I. I was not great geography, but Los Angeles has a long way to go. Which long. would be how many hours? Three hours. I think. Three hours. There you Three go. Hours. Yep. There Three hours. hours. I, I learned something in elementary school, but yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I think that the Chargers. Um, Look, I think Stanley would coach himself in the rounds. Look at that game last week, Jimmy. They played everybody <laughs> for no fucking reason. They Justin are... Herbert played. Eckler played. Uh, um, Bosa played. Uh, uh, Mike Williams. Um, Der- Derwin James played. Mike Williams played. Keenan Allen played. They all played. Half of them walked off the field injured. <laughs> Half of them walked off the field injured. They had nothing to play for. They were locked into that fifth seed. We're, 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 and and they had nothing to play for. Brandon Staley is going to coach himself out of this game, and, and, and I'm 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 firm in my belief that Jacksonville can shock the world a little bit here and knock off Justin Herbert and the Chargers. I uh, I guess because Brandon Staley got to ride the hot hand last week, they're going to lose. You got to ride the, the the hot hand, so I I can see your logic behind it. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs have the buy on the AFC side, so for the NFC games, starting with the two versus seven, the 49ers, and they are taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I am fairly certain I know who you're picking in this one. Go hot? No, I'm not an idiot. Give, give me the give me the Niners. Yeah, you sound I, like Russell Wilson when you say go hot. I, 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 uh, okay, uh, you'd have to trigger me that early. Um, yeah, give me the 49ers. I'm interested to see though what Brock Purdy does. 
because because this game, in my opinion, is going to be my determining factor of the 49ers' chances of the Super Bowl. Because this, oh, how does Brock Purdy play in a playoff-type atmosphere against a divisional opponent that you I think you beat twice in the regular season? Funny enough, we have – Three or four divisional matchups, no, three three division matchups um, in this wild card round, and a team that you're very familiar with, a team that look Brock Purdy played against, that Seahawks have tape again of them against him on, makes makes me worrisome. But this Jacksonville, this, this Seattle team is not going to be able to score that much offensively against how good this defense is for the 49ers. Um, um, so give me, give me the Niners. I it's D'Amico Ryan's over there as the D corner has done a hell of a job with those boys, and um, he's he's a name that team should be looking at a lot more for for their head coaching position. But San Francisco, give me a big. I think San Francisco also wins. I think Kyle Shanahan's too much, and Pete Carroll, he's already won the trade, so he doesn't need to do anything doesn't else. This is this is gravy. He also gets a fifth overall pick, so not not to throw all of the triggering things out there. It's just that's just the facts, man. That's just the facts. Um, both on San Francisco, then New York going to Minnesota. New York is trash on the road. Minnesota is gold at home. I agree with you. I think the Vikings are an upset waiting to happen. I'm going to get in so much trouble for saying that. It's, it's not even <laughs> So funny. much trouble for what's saying I that. am screwed. But and, I do and, think... and your girlfriend's going to hate me even more when I pick the G-men right here. She just says you're a hater. She just says you don't know about the, I, the, the look, Minnesota I life. Look, look I, I, I don't need to know Minnesota life because I know Nug yeah. life. And I know a lot of other lives that, that are a lot more difficult than what Minnesota has to go through because you've had talented people throughout your roster for many, many years, every single year, the past however many years, with lots of underperformed people. I could name the Justin Jeffersons of the world. I could name the Adrian Petersons of the world. I could name the the, the, uh, the Randy Mosses of the world, Chris Carter. You're going to list the names of, of talented players that they've had they've done nothing with. So give me the New York football giants, weirdly enough. Oh, wow. and, 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 and as weird as that sounds, I think last week that they, they, they used that as a bye week, and I think that Dable is going to coach himself into a win here in Minnesota. I think, look, the game is at 2.30. Important to know. Important to know. 2.30, that helps Kirk Cousins. If the game was at 6.15, you hammer Giants' money line. But still, since it's the playoffs – Give me Giants money line either way. I I I am I'm, I'm a believer in this Giants defense. I am. I know I know they they, they beat up on Thibodeau's kind of a tool. I know, but but I I'm I'm gonna ride ride the Giants here. I, I weirdly enough, I'm gonna pick Saquon and Saquon's to run all over this Vikings team. I think this is the one that could bite me in the ass, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. Give me the G man. I'm sticking with even even though I said they're gonna get upset, I don't think it's this round. I think it's the next round. I think uh, yeah, that, that's where I see them happening. So I'm picking Minnesota in that one. Minnesota uh, then, is a team where where they, I could see them losing this round or making a run to the NFC Championship. Or, or oh, let's not get season. let's not get nuts here. There, I say it's one more They're round. It's gonna team, be the Jimmy. divisional. It's gonna be the divisional. That's it. That's all. They're a talented team, Jimmy. They are. <laughs> if they win and the 49ers win, they have to go to San Francisco. They, they, yeah. As long as the game's not at night. You have a vampire playing quarterback or the anti-vampire playing quarterback. Um, Speaking of anti-vampires, then we have Dallas and Tampa Bay. Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys. The Buccaneers did lose over the the weekend, but they were not playing for anything. They they already knew that they won the division. Uh, 
eight and nine record on the season. I think it's like the 17th season that Tom Brady has led his team to the playoffs. So yet another stat that is never going to be touched by anyone in the history of, of the world ever who's played this game. Um, I'm interested to see. I want to hear yours first. Cowboys, Buccaneers. Here, here's another interesting stat for you, Jimbo. Since 2005, teams with a losing record going to the playoffs, they are 8-3. and 8-3. and three. There's an interesting stat for you. So, so look, Dallas doesn't – Dallas's defense can help them. Dallas's defense is going to have to win in the, the, this football game because right now their offense turns the ball over like grandma on Thanksgiving just giving out leftovers. So, so, so I, 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 I am wholeheartedly just, just trying to figure out who's going to be the choke artist more. Is it going to be Brady with, 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 uh, with the playoff, playoff game in hand or is it going to be the Dallas Cowboys who on the – what is it? Five or six year anniversary of Des caught it or didn't catch it. They play a football game. Give me Tampa Bay. You know, I like the numbers, Jimmy. I like the numbers. Give me Tampa Bay winning here. I, I do think Dallas has a has a defensive player of the year candidate and and in the likes of Micah Parsons. And I do think that they have a lot of great pieces offensively. But right now I think Tampa Tom is, is gonna get a chance here to to prove himself again. And I don't think McCarthy has has the nuts to beat Byron Leftwich out, or or not to Byron, sorry, Todd Bowles out. And and I think that the Buccaneers defense comes to play this game. They haven't showed up all year, so so. But I do think that the, that when it comes to postseason time, there's a switch that flips off in Brady's head. There's a switch that flips off in in Brady led teams' head of of it's time to turn on now. It doesn't matter how you got there, but you got there. Now let's 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 change the momentum. So give me Tampa. I am taking Dallas. I think they get over the Brady hump. And, uh, yeah, now we have two that are – You mean just the Dallas hump? (laughs) Yeah, kind of just the Dallas hump. We have a few that are different, and that's another one. I feel confident, like – The Giants scare me. This Bucs team is not good. Yeah, the the Cowboys kind of scare me because of the Brady thing, but the Bucs offensive line hasn't been good. I don't know if they're 100% healthy, and teams have been – able to run against their defense now like they're not the same two years ago we're talking about this defense the way we're talking about san francisco's defense this year it's not the same they have the same guys but they're not playing the same way so i just don't trust them enough and like yeah the the underdog story is kind of cute but for for some reason i'm just leaning dallas i think it's going to be dallas in next round and and they're going to go and, and get beaten by Philly. That's going to be Philly's revenge because oh, Cowboys man. fans have been talking so much shit after beating Gardner Min, not, yeah Gardner Minshew on Thanksgiving. And I know they beat Cooper Rush, but, hey, you can't tell me that – you can't be bragging about Cooper Rush being 4-1 and one, then turn around and say, yeah, well, when the Eagles beat us, Cooper Rush was playing quarterback. Bitch, shut up. Just shut you're, up. You're arguing against your team now, the team that you picked <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I get that it's in the next round. But. Next round, yes, next round. I'm not picking the Cowboys to make a deep run. I'm I just don't picking the Cowboys because it'd be different than you. And if I get those points, I get those points. I just know better. I'm pretty sure you won the playoff pick them too last year. Or no, I might have been because you picked against I, the Bengals every week. I picked against the Bengals every Which round because I did it the first time. Yeah, I did it the first time they won, so I had to do it. And so, so, so are we going to see this repeat uh, uh, after this round? You just can't pick them against the Ravens. Uh, no, because it was if a smart win. tactic, Jimmy. It was. If they win, I have to keep picking them because whatever I did in the first round last year, I continued to do and it continued to work. So, See, but the thing is, you picked them to win in the Super Bowl. I know. And you switched I it up. 
that's yeah, the, that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. So 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 I, I'm I'm maybe I'm trying to get ten points here up on you for no reason. But I'm not switch, I'm not switching. But I've been picking know, the Bengals just, confidently just, this be season. Careful. So be careful. if it was the first time all year that I picked them, it'd be different. If I felt the same way that I did, I told you when we went to the game last year, the Broncos versus Bengals here in Denver, I. I guys in the bathroom like, are you guys? Feel, yeah. Are you guys gonna finish the season like undefeated and and make the playoffs? I was like, fuck no. But I know we're beating the Broncos, and I'm gonna see the Bengals win in person because I've never done that before. It's, and it's such a different feel too. Such yeah, a and feel. this this year it's just it's the same story. It's more dominant. They have four losses on the season instead of seven. They and, are, and, and it wasn't no miraculous second half of the season comeback. It, it, it was it was it was a it was a solid. They were well. with it like every time somebody played the Bengals, they earned a victory. It was except no for the Browns. Week, except for the Browns. It, it was no week fifteen uh, sweating out a, a, a game against a team and, and Denver that had no rights being in the playoffs. And just get it, yeah, getting the loaf of bread handed to me by Drew Locke. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, it, it was it was staying healthy this year and making sure that you had everyone ready for another playoff run. That's and oh. it's a lot better feeling when you can do that going into the playoffs. My last shout out, and then we're gonna be able to wrap this up. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll get you uh, get you some rest here. But Jamar Chase missed like four games and still back to back thousand yard seasons in his first two years. That is, we got a guy. We got we got a guy. And Tyler Boyd overcame concussion protocol because my my boy was out. My boy got knocked out on the field and then went to the tent. And they were like, I guess he's good. And I was like, really. <laughs> I can see that he's concussed from here. Come, come on, the now. The concussion thing has just gotten worse and worse every year. <laughs> I know it's not good. Um, it's like every game now. It's like uh, he probably should not go back to out there. Oh, here he comes back on the field. I throw him. Oh, I guess they're sending time. him out. I guess they don't care about his health and well-being. Okay, um, you got anything else before we we wrap things up and, and send the people off here for the rest of the week? Uh, I know it's such a football heavy episode, but expect that it's it's playoffs time, and 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 like I said, with a college football playoff, in my opinion, was a terrible way to start this off, uh, playoff season for football. But but I think I think we have a great couple of weeks ahead of us, um, getting into February for the Super Bowl, and I think in reality, I really think there are four or five teams that could win it this year, and that's going to make for a very very exciting season or both season. Yeah, we uh, we will be back. I will be back Sunday night following the Bengals game live. So follow at FEOTB Pod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching it that way. Um, it'll also play through my Facebook. So if you are on my Facebook or in one of the groups that we're in on Facebook, you'll be able to see it there on our Twitter and on our YouTube page. Um, make sure you follow Variety Sports Network at Variety underscore sports underscore wherever you get your podcast. Check out all the new shows we're adding. We expanded to VSN College. So Things are happening behind the scenes. 2023 is going to be the year we continue to grow. We will have another live show coming for you guys at some point. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we can do the playoff recaps as just our live shows for the first few, but we'll talk about it. Um, just be sure to follow at FEOTV pod. Continue to tell your friends. Leave five-star ratings and reviews. If you're followed, unfollow, refollow, all that stuff. Let's spam the algorithm. Continue to grow the podcast. Uh, but I – Cannot wait for the weekend of NFL football, NFL playoff football that we have coming up. And I know you're expecting the same. I know you're going to have to start traveling soon, but we got plenty of things, I, I don't good have things to, to be sweat. talking about. Exactly. I don't have to sweat my team out anymore. I can just enjoy football. And I think this, this like I said, I think it's upcoming for season. It's going to be everything we can want so much, so much more. 
I agree. And with that, this has been episode 122 of the Far End of the Bench podcast with Jimmy Pilato and Nico Bryant. Thank you, everyone, very much for listening. We will see you guys live Sunday after the Bengals game and then back with another full episode next Thursday. Peace. If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. 